change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Giorgio Janis and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. All right, welcome to today's episode. Now, it's going to be an interesting topic because this was something that I was discussing with a client on a recent one-on-one session. And what was coming up for him, which is really interesting, is confusing feelings about how to create success in his life. Now, this is something a lot of people wrestle with, understandably. In Western society, success is a huge metric. Now, everybody's own version of success is dramatically different from one another, but success is a huge component of what most people focus on. Now, for him, specifically, success was about growing the business he was a part of and making sure that revenue kept growing and that it would continue to develop and expand over the years as they were hitting different checkpoints and goals. But the way in which he assumed that he was able to create the success is what I started questioning because he had developed a lot of beliefs around what exactly that had looked like. Now, he had subscribed to the notion that in order to be successful, you had to start your day before everybody else. You had to get up at 4.30 or 5 a.m., get your day started, start going through emails long before anybody else does, get into the team communication long before anybody else does get your reading done while everyone else is sleeping and your morning routine, meditating, certain rituals in terms of water you drink and uh, different supplements you take and so on, meditating, stretching, yoga, a gym workout. Now, that was all to try and get ahead of everything and then start the daily routine of meetings and the rest of the day of actually getting work done from 7.30 a.m. onwards. And I questioned him on this. I said, well, where did you get these ideas? And he said, well, you know, it's popular in the entrepreneurial world. It's popular with the 5 a.m. club. It's popular in terms of what other experts are selling at different seminars and workshops, books, programs, and so on. But he continued to tell me how he was incredibly fatigued throughout the day and he would need to rely on energy drinks or caffeinated beverages or sometimes like sugary foods just to kind of help him kick up the energy and keep going and this would happen throughout the day in the afternoons and he would feel wiped out by the end of the day completely exhausted and then get into bed fall asleep and sleep really deeply but only because of how tired he was not because He was feeling rested and he would wake up the following morning feeling really heavy, feeling exhausted, and he would get back into it. And he was doing this day after day after day. 
So I asked him, what would happen if you actually stopped that routine? What would happen instead of waking up at 4.30 or 5 a.m.? What would happen to your day if you started working, if you started your day at 7 a.m. or 7.30 a.m.? Now, that was really quite challenging for him to wrap his head around because he was so used to the routine he had created, assuming that that's what was going to lead him to his success. But then I asked, well, based on what you've been taught, you seem to understand that having this kind of a morning routine and waking up this early is what leads you to your success. But you're copying what has worked for other people. Does that necessarily mean that it's specifically going to work for you? And he said, well, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't this work for me? Why wouldn't I be able to create the success that these people have had through these morning routines? and these daily rituals and their early wake-up times and so on. And so my question to him was, well, what about all the people throughout history who didn't wake up at 4.30 or 5 a.m. but were still successful, that still achieved something, that still contributed to humanity and had some kind of an influence? So what about those people? Do we just write them off because they didn't have these strict early wake-ups and specific routines that followed throughout the day this is the thing we come into this notion that there's only one real path to success but that's not true and i'm not even talking about defining what success means to you personally i'm talking about how to achieve it and what it takes to create the success right Sometimes we misassociate and give too much value and weight to tactics and not enough to the thinking behind it. These people who have been successful throughout history, who wake up early and have these very specific routines, were successful not because they had these routines, but because they were honoring their unique approach to life. And they were leaning into that as opposed to subscribing to the common thinking of everybody else. They were finding what their thing was, their genius, and they were just leaning into that. And they found that they would wake up naturally at 5.30, 5 a.m. And so instead of trying to sleep through that period, they would just honor it, get up and utilize that time. That doesn't mean that that's what you should be doing. In fact, if there is a should for you, it's finding out what your rhythm is. It's finding out what the ideal routine is for you according to this point in your life. And believe me, it's going to change. As time goes on and as you evolve and you enter into different stages of your life and achieve different goals and experience different achievements, your rhythm your routine will evolve with you so long as you allow it to. I would not expect a mother who has just given birth to a child only a week ago to be honoring a routine and a strategy that she was doing when she was a full-time executive for five years straight. That's unrealistic and that's unfair. But then... As she becomes 
a, a mother of a 20-something-year-old who has moved out of home and now she wants to refocus on her career, operating the way she was when she had just had her newborn isn't sustainable either. We would change that. So honour what you're aligned with. Don't necessarily subscribe to what everybody else is doing because you think that's what made them successful. What actually made them successful was their framework of thinking. That They were really inspired by what they were tackling. And they were hungry for it. So that may have led to them waking up early. They may have also been going to bed at 8.30pm. You may prefer your evenings. You might find that your evenings are actually something that you really cherish and you don't want to sacrifice. But if you're sacrificing that for an early morning wake up, because that's what successful people do, that's what hustlers do, then you're actually working against your opportunity to feel like some kind of a success in your own life and to feel like you're winning. The other thing that he was wrestling with was this notion of like, How do I win the day? How do I get on top of my day before everybody else does? And I asked him, what's a true metric of winning your day? Is it getting through your to-do list? Is it getting through all your tasks? Is it responding to everybody before they get a chance to reply to you? And he thought about it and he got a little stumped. He's like, well, I'm not entirely sure. I said, well, what about waking up? How is that for a win in the morning? We underappreciate these little components of life that actually mean a lot. And we only ever really question the smaller things in life when there's a catalyst or a crisis. You know, when there's a death of a loved one or a family member or a friend, you really start appreciating the small things. You don't have to wait for these crises to take place for you to start appreciating the small things like waking up in the morning and having another chance at another day. We take that for granted. There are people who are living at the moment who aren't sure if they're going to wake up tomorrow. The likelihood of you waking up tomorrow is probably a lot higher than theirs. But how much do you take that for granted? That's a win. What about having the opportunity to connect with people, share a message, do something that you're actually inspired by? Or connect with somebody you actually deeply care about. Listen to a piece of music. Read something that inspires you. You have these all, all these different opportunities. And they're all micro moments. They're not hours at a time. But it's all these different little things that can mean something to you. That can make you feel like you've won the day. It doesn't have to be if you've done the first four hours of the day in a very specific sequence. And a very set of, strong set of rules and a strategy and a routine that ends up suffocating you and making you feel miserable, that's not a win. You're not going to get to the end of your life looking back saying, I'm glad my morning routine was as strict and as intense as what it was. That's where all my cherished memories are from my morning routine. No, it's not. The cherished memories are from doing the things that actually inspired you, living life your way with authenticity, not subscribing to everybody else's framework, but finding your own framework. So I wanted to address this because 
I see this a lot, more than I'd like to, quite frankly. I see a lot of people wrestling with taking on these different frameworks of morning routines and evening routines and this doing this this way over and over again is the way that we win. No, it's not. The ultimate win in life is being able to get to the end of your life and say, I lived authentically. That's the win. That's the win of a lifetime as far as I'm concerned. So if you can find a way to structure your day in a way that is authentic to you at this point in your life, which will change as your life changes, if you're able to maintain authenticity to the best of your ability as you go through life, then as far as I'm concerned, in my eyes, you are much more of a winner than any billionaire, multi-million dollar entrepreneur or influencer or celebrity. You've achieved more in my eyes than they have. So I really hope that you take some kind of insight away from this about authenticity and creating the life that you're inspired by. So I hope this episode has been a little more inspirational in terms of getting you to think a little differently and not necessarily subscribing to what everybody else is preaching about the way you should be doing your life your morning, your experiences. The only should there is getting clarity on what it means to you to create an authentic experience. So I hope this episode was valuable. Please make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening or watching to this. And um, if you've got any questions or anything like that, make sure you reach out through my website or through Instagram. You can find me at at Giorgio Genius. All right, on that note, I'll see you in the next episode.